0: You've all gone the extra mile to revise this. We're in great shape for the client meeting. Thank you all. You're here for others. The urgent care is closed. Should we go to the ER? You know what? I know what to do. We're here for you. That is a little bit higher than normal, but medically, it's not a fever. Oh, good. That's a relief. Have a great day, sweetheart. Thanks, Mom. (laughs) The client loved it. We're approved to move forward. Great job, everyone. Live fearless, North Carolina. It's the HBCU Football Daily podcast for today, Tuesday, September tenth. I'm Donald. Where it is Takeaway Tuesday here on the podcast. Want to really uh, go through not only the scoreboard but really break down uh, a couple of the games uh, that were played this past weekend. So let's you know let's run through the scoreboard again. I'm going to pick out a couple of games to uh, to talk about, and then we'll take things from there, of course, this podcast, as you heard in the very beginning, sponsored by Blue Cross Blue Shield of North Carolina. Thursday, Washburn over Lincoln of Missouri, 49 to 27, as the t- Blue Tigers are back in the MIAA conference. wingett over Johnson C. Smith, 42 to 6. Lock Haven defeated Lincoln of Pennsylvania, 57 to 13. It was West Virginia State over Frostburg State 20-17. And, you know, you, when you talk about Frostburg State for many years, a Division three program has now come up to Division II and into the Mountain East Conference. And it's a good way for West Virginia State to get off on the right foot. John Pennington, the head football coach, you know, this is his third season as the head coach. He was the offensive coordinator prior to that You know he's done a tremendous job. This was a West Virginia State program. You know when you go back to the middle part of the 2000s, a a solid program would have winning seasons in the old WVIAc. But really, I don't know. Prior to him coming, being the head coach, they, I mean, it'd be you know they'd be lucky to win a game, maybe two games in a year. So he's got the program on the right foot. Austin Hensley, the quarterback. 18 of 29, 251 yards, one touchdown, and no interceptions in the ball game. And he was aided by a strong running game that had a total of 236 yards rushing. And the Yellow Jackets had to come from behind in this football game to win the football game. Remember, Austin Hensley, really good quarterback, a couple of years ago for West Virginia State got hurt. Um, but he's back, and he's looking to lead that Yellow Jacket program who, again, gets off on the right foot. Uh, basically, in the Mountain East, you essentially play all conference games. So West Virginia State basically playing all conference games. So you can't afford to lose. I mean, you, you know, as a program, football program in any league, you don't want to lose any football games. But in the, del- in the Mountain East, you can't afford to lose any football games. Again, Southern falling to Memphis, 55 to 24. Ladarius Skelton uh, had yeah, he had, a, had an okay game. He, you know, he 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 was able to run for some yards. Didn't wasn't as sharp passing like he was last week. But you know, the guy's good. You're playing up against an FBS program. Memphis beat Ole Miss last week, so Memphis is off to a good start at 2 and 0. I like this Southern program, I tell you. I mean, I really like the program. I mean, that's, you know, that's semi-respectable. You know, 55-24 against a, a, a program like Memphis, who I think is on the rise a little bit. Bowie State over American International, 34-20 to 20 as the CIAA champions get off uh, on the good foot, uh, winning that game against American International. You know, Gaston Cooper... Uh, the quarterback, 5 of 16, 36 yards, no touchdowns, two interceptions. You know, he ultimately was relieved by Jerome Johnson, who went 7 of 15, 58 yards, one touchdown, one interception. Johnson was sacked three times in the ball game, First game of the year. I get it. Uh, you know, obviously, when you don't have a guy like an Amir Hall, it really, you know, I, and I know Bowie talks about it sort of being a system and guys being able to adapt to the system, but – you know, Amir Hall was was definitely a special, special player. Um, but fortunately, looks like Bowie State's got a bit of a running game. Uh, you know, uh, uh, Johnson at least maybe didn't do as well passing the football, but he rushed for 172 yards. So, you know, that that may be your guy. That may be the guy that they go with because he brings a, a dynamic. Besides throwing the football, he can run the football as well. If you've heard me talk about Bowie State, you've heard me talk about Joshua Pryor, sophomore defensive lineman, first game of the year. Six tackles, one and a half tackles for loss, also one and a half sacks in the ballgame. So Bowie State off to the 1-0 and start. Uh, Central State falling to Quincy, 38-8. Kentucky State over Robert Morris, 13-7. Kentucky State got some votes in this week's box-to-row media poll. What does that mean? I like the coach there at Kentucky State. I think he's going to be I talked about him yesterday. I think he's going to do some really good things I mean, he's got those guys believing already that they could beat FCS Robert Morris. I mean a, a win against an FCS and when you're a D2 is a good win all day long. Again Jawan falling to Virginia Wise 40 to 22. Youngstown State over Howard 54 to 28. You look at the box score um, you know, Kyle Anthony. I mean, I know we talked a lot about Jaquez Ezard, the wide receiver. We talked about both Kyle Edward, uh, Kyle Anthony and Jaquez Ezert, Uh, But a lot was made about Ezard because he averaged like 26 yards per reception. But Kyle Anthony was more of the possession guy, the workhorse kind of guy. I mean, double digit receptions. In this ball game, Dedrick Parsons had a good game in terms of eh, running the ball, but also catching passes as well. Uh, you know, Kalen Newton was solid, but boy, Howard's got to be able to do something defensively. That's gonna be the deficiency of Howard this year. Grambling State falling to Louisiana Tech 20 to 14. You know, Grambling was down in this game, and they came back uh in this ball game with really an opportunity to possibly uh win the ball game they scored their their touchdown with about three and a half minutes remaining to pull to within 20 to 14 got the onside kick and then went four and out latex got the ball back and put it away from there but the bigger story in this game dan quarian fields went down with a serious injury i mean when i was on the conference call um, I mean, I, I and Broderick Fobbs was was talking. He didn't say this, but a question was asked of him: Was there was there thinking about amputating this kid's leg? That's how serious the injury was. Um, I, you know, they're not to that point, from what I've read and what I heard on the conference call. Um, you know, he had to be actually airlifted from Ruston to, um, to 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 uh, Shreveport. Um, I, I I hear that it's 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 not it's still pretty serious, but maybe not as serious as they were talking in terms of amputation. So our thoughts and prayers are with senior safety, Dan Quar- uh, quarian Fields. And by the way, they I mean, to the point that I think one of the questions was about you know, what did they think? And, and, and Coach Fobbs answered this in terms of him maybe being able to come back next year. He mentioned the fact that uh, Fields hadn't had any red shirts. So, you know, I mean, he didn't say, but what he said was, I mean, if I guess if he got, you know, well enough, that that definitely could be a possibility. So continue to pray for that young man. Uh, but again, from, from what I heard, at least um, as of uh, Monday, uh, you know, not as bad as they originally thought. Again, Langston gets off to the good start, uh, beating McPherson first game of the season, twenty-one to twenty for the Lions. South Carolina State on a roll, um, the only undefeated team in all of HBCU. Uh, excuse me, I'm sorry, that's not fair. The only undefeated, we're really the only two-win team and undefeated team in all of HBCU football. They absolutely blank Lane, thirty-four to nothing. South Carolina State gonna be the real deal, and again. I didn't talk a lot about South Carolina State this year in terms of when I gave my predictions for the MiAC, other than to say Buddy Pugh came back. They were one of the hotter teams in all of the MiAC last year. And, I mean, listen, you know, you're off to the 2-0 start. You're supposed to beat Lane. You shut them out. But then you go back a couple of weeks ago, and they beat Wofford. So, South Carolina State is off to the good start. Alabama State defeated Tuskegee 38-0 to 31 and Alabama state had to come back in this football game. Um, You know, give Tuskegee a lot of credit uh, in, in this game, old fashioned Turkey day rivalry. And um, you know, you look at uh, the Davis kid, the quarterback completed 20 of 30 passes for Alabama state, 347 yards, four touchdowns, one interception. That's, and and he got off to a not so fast start. First, uh, first possession, uh, of the game for Alabama State. He threw an interception, settled down uh, from there and was absolutely spectacular. I want you to listen out for this name. young man by the name of Michael Jefferson. He's a sophomore, five receptions, one hundred and seventy four yards, three touchdowns in the ball game. I w- was talking with Donald Hill Ely on the SWAT conference call. He likened D- Jeff- Jefferson, uh, he likened Jefferson to Randy Moss maybe not right now in ability, but in terms of size, 6'5", 210-pound kid, look at the numbers he was able to put up. And, you know, to me, what Donald Hill Ely and that coaching staff has been able to do in terms of recruiting players, um, you know, you look at Titus Howard, uh, the the offensive lineman, went in the first round to the Houston Texans. So watch that kid. The This, you know, the, though that coaching staff recruits, Ball players, they find diamonds in the rough, and what Donald Hill Ely said when I asked him about it, he said, "Look, you know, we're gonna go out and recruit the best guys. We're not gonna not recruit a guy because we don't think he's gonna come to an HBCU." What he essentially is saying is that the 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 HBCU, his mentality anyway, and how HBCUs need to approach it is we need to approach it from a standpoint of the old HBCU way. In other words, there was a time when these student athletes couldn't go to the white schools. They had to go to an HBCU. So he's going to re- re- rethink the way and um, in, 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 in talks about this, that we need to recruit the best players and let them know that huh, we can, w- look, Titus Howard came here. He was a first-round guy. You can do it, too, if you come to our program. And I think that's a great way to approach it and look out for Alabama State now. You know, remember when I said I think Jackson State's gonna, excuse me, Alcorn State's gonna run away with it. Yeah, but when when Alcorn State and in Alabama State meet, that that's gonna be a heck of a football game. I think Alabama State is gonna be ready to rock and roll for that game. Speaking of Alcorn State, 45 to seven over Mississippi College. It was in uh, it was uh, Texas Southern uh, losing to Incarnate Word. Sixty-three to forty-four, high-scoring game. Mississippi Valley State comes up short in overtime against Lamar. Twenty-three to twenty. Middle Tennessee State beats Tennessee State forty-five to twenty-six. It was Jackson State falling to Southern Alabama thirty-seven to fourteen. Alabama A&M falling to Arkansas Pine Bluff fifty-two to thirty-four. Listen, talked a lot about Arkansas Pine Bluff. Um, and what they bring to the table. I think, you know, Alabama a a good team. They got a really good quarterback in a quill glass. Um, you know, Connell Maynard, the head coach of Alabama A&M, very complimentary to, Ar- to Arkansas Palm Bluff. But to me, this is a team that can be a top three team in the Western Division. Again, they played TCU relatively well last week. And, you know, I talked about it extensively. I said, I thought Arkansas Pine Bluff will win that football game. And they ultimately did win that football game, Taylor Porter, solid game, but they got a really strong running game, strong receivers, strong, um, uh, uh quarterback play. I mean, that's, that's a good football team there in Arkansas. Pine Bluff Shaw fell to Campbell 38 to 14, Virginia Lynchburg fell to Davidson 45 to seven. And, um, uh, the uh, North Carolina a t fell to Duke, forty-five to thirteen. A game um, in which the Aggies had a three-to-nothing lead, had a ten-to-seven lead. They had a ten-to-seven lead, um, and had uh, possession of the football with that lead. Uh, and and and, and uh, fumbled the football away. Um, Elijah Bell, the wide receiver, had the football. He made a great play to catch the ball. It was a, sort of a a not really nice catch, not an easy catch. And the Duke defender came from behind and just knocked the ball out of his hands when Bell had just caught the football high. He made a football move, um, and it just was a really, really good play. And that was sort of a game changer. Elijah Bell beat himself up really after the game. but. Is one of those deals. That was a team thing. It's some things definitely that the Aggies could have done better. Don't know if they could have won the football game. I think Duke's offensive line was absolutely spectacular and superior. Um, But – you know, they could have probably made it a little bit better of a football game. Fayetteville State over Benedict, 35 to 21. Fayetteville State the real deal because Benedict's got always a strong defense. Fayetteville State able to put up 35 on them. Miles gets the season started off on the right foot, the the defending SIAC champions over Fort Valley State, 38 to 17. Hampton falling to Virginia Union, 36 to 17. Virginia Union, look out. Virginia Union, gonna be the real deal This year, St. Augustine's boy, tough loss to Lenore Ryan, 68 to 7. That's definitely not how you want to get the season started off. Uh, I know, I mean, because you're not talking about uh, an FCS versus D2. You're talking about two D2 opponents playing against each other. And St. Augustine's just got obliterated in that football game. Norfolk State over Virginia State, 44 to 21. Norfolk State playing well, getting some votes in uh, in the media poll, as a matter of fact. North Carolina Central, boy, they off to a tough start, getting blown out back-to-back weeks by FCS opponents, this time to Townsend, 42-3. Prairie View A&M falls to Houston, 37-17. Not bad. Houston's a good ball club, Prairie View A&M. They're going to be strong this year. Albany State falling to Valdosta State, 38-3. Thought it'd be more of a contest on behalf of Albany State. Did not happen. Clark Atlanta or Livingstone defeats Clark Atlanta 24 to 13. Good win for Livingstone. Try to get some momentum. Couple of down years for the Blue Bears the last couple of years. Morehouse gets away from Edward Waters. Watch out for Edward Waters. Um, They're playing a tough schedule this year. They're playing an SIAC schedule as they get ready to join the SIAC. I don't know if it's next year, at least in a couple of years. Winston-Salem State uh, loses to UNC Pembroke 27 to 21. That's always been a good football game, I think when the two played either last year or the time before it was a couple of years ago, if not last year, Winston Salem state won that game. That game sort of goes tit for tap. Uh, And then the other game, Savannah state boy starts the SIAC off the wrong way, falling to Florida tech 23 to 22. Savannah state scores um, very late in the fourth quarter decides at home to go for the two point conversion. Can't convert. Um, I I don't know. I, I, you know, I like the call that's, To me, that's how you start things off. You're coming back to the conference. You're playing a Florida Tech uh, program that I think is a pretty solid program. Um, You know, that's how you start things off. We're not going for the tie and flipping a coin and trying to take it that way. We're going for the win. It didn't work out, but I like the play call uh, by Savannah State. That's my look takeaway Tuesday from a couple of the games that I saw um, on tomorrow. We start to really look at the schedule for week three, uh, maybe look at a couple of uh, the matchups. And then, of course, on Thursday, I give you my thoughts on the Box to Row National Game of the Week. Tell someone about the HBCU Football Daily Podcast presented by Blue Cross Blue Shield of North Carolina. Don't keep it a secret. Uh, tell someone they can listen. If, they don't, if they're not into the podcast thing, don't want to listen um, uh, podcast way, shoot. Log on to our website, BoxYourRoy.com. Click on the link and you can listen to the podcast right there on your computer. I'll talk with you tomorrow.